Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy,、uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Okay, hello, everybody.、Uh, Jesse here today. Together, we have also Jerry V and little Cornelius. A、uh, little family moment before we go and have dinner or prepare dinner. And、uh, so it's going to be wild and exciting today. All kinds of noise. Chi Chi's probably going to throw stuff, cry. You never know what can happen.、Uh, but we're doing an update today, as we are accustomed to do every 10 days or so.、Uh, we send out an update just with some quick prayer points, things like that.、Uh, maybe a photo or two of some action on the field, what's going on. So you're involved, you're engaged. And you get to.、Uh, Pray for things specific、uh, that the Lord is doing here in Italy for specific needs, things like that. So, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being with us. And、uh, this update comes from the beginning,、uh, the first one for the month of October. Yeah? Or no? The end of September, actually. The end of September. And we titled it Mestre Piazza. The name of the city we're laboring in, serving the Lord in, evangelizing the people in, is called Mestre. That's the name of the city. And、uh, we have in this update, there's actually a video about. Us just walking down with the, the phone in front of us to hit the video record and just took a little glimpse of the, the piazza so you can see the town square where the people, the main town square, there's many of them throughout the city, but the main one where everybody gathers, walks around, and, and does everything Italians do.、Uh, the piazza is a famous thing in Italy. Actually, a really great deal. Uh, uh, you would enjoy it, I'm sure. Uh, so, this update,、uh, yeah, Mestre City, we, we share about that. We share、uh, a brief exhortation, which we'll go jump into right away. And then we'll just share,、uh, we have just a few、uh, highlights,、uh, things that you can join us in prayer for. That's about it for today, right, Jerry V? I will say this、uh, I'm a little bit downcast today, tonight,、uh, only because、uh, I just had to, you know, the, the work of missionary is nothing glamorous at all. And the work of church planning is nothing glamorous, missionary,、uh, evangelism, nothing great and nice about this work. Uh, and even the call, as, as the Apostle Paul makes very clear, he says, Go preach, Timothy. And then he says, But reprove and rebuke and exhort with patience and kindness and all that. And it sounds nice, sounds easy, but it's actually、uh, some of the hardest things in the world. And we need entirely the work of the Holy Spirit to help us to do that faithfully. And、uh, too much of what goes on in our day, which naturally, because it's easier, is exhorting, encouraging one another. That's all just stuff that sounds nice and good, we like to say. But nobody wants to do the confrontation. And I personally hate confrontations. I don't like it. I don't think any of us really like it unless you're a bit crazy, right? But I find myself often having to confront、uh, wrong doctrine, wrong teaching,、uh, sinful lifestyles, things going on、uh, to help correct people, get them back on the right path, and living for Jesus the way they ought to. And it's very, very tough. Because as you know,、uh, I'm a sinful man also, and we all are. We all have a sinful flesh, and none of us are right. We're all messed up.、Uh, but nonetheless, some of us were, were called to do these things, and we have to go do it. And here in the beginning of the church plant,、uh, some of the first guys we had with us that were you know, a wife got saved through us,、uh, a marriage was totally crashed and gone bad. God used us to confront the situation, to confront the sin, to preach the gospel, the good news.、Uh, life was totally transformed. She became、uh, repentant, weeping over her sins, crying, praying, praying for her family. Uh, but then found out her husband, who she assumed was saved all these years, actually, it appears he's not. And so he's got a lot of bad teaching. He has not been a part of a church for years, not because he couldn't find one. There were a couple in the area that even are aligned with his teaching and doctrine. But he's like above the rest, and he's super spiritual and、uh, a blessing to God or something. 
And he actually found uh, his own little group that he put together on the social media. Hasn't been a part of a church. Was coming with us. Heard the sound gospel. Had trouble with it. Uh, and, and then ended up really struggling with that. And wants to stick to his lone star kind of thing on his own. And teaching, preaching to his followers on, on uh, what's it called? Facebook. Uh, so pretty scary. And I had to go and actually confront him in love and say, hey, what, what's going on? What are you doing? Uh, you guys left. What's going on? Well, his, it's a separate thing. His wife left him again because of the hypocrisy she's been seeing and, and he can't forgive her like he's supposed to, uh, which is hard because he's really super spiritual. And if you're really super spiritual, you should be able to forgive because you've been forgiven much. Uh, but he's not able to. And so there's a big issue there. Uh, but then on top of that, he, he really just struggled with uh, with hearing uh, uh, the whole counsel of God being preached. He, he just wants to be exhorted, encouraged. In short, ears. he wants his ears tickled, like, like we all do in the flesh. He wants his ears tickled. Uh, and then he likes to tickle other people's ears as well, so it was tough. And I had to go meet with him and, uh, and say, hey, what's what's going on? Uh, what's what's this? What's that? And uh, be sincere with me. What's, what's, your, what's the thing? And I know you're going through this. Okay, I know this. I know that. And in the end, he says... Uh, I understand you've, you've been indoctrinated, Jesse, he says, and you've been structured in a certain way, equipped, trained, and you're just doing what you're supposed to. And I said, okay. And uh, I, have no sh- I have no shame saying I've been taught good sound doctrine. I have no shame saying I have a, a line of people in agreement with me and behind me and all that and good teachers and theologians. And, and uh, that's great. And I, and I said, what about you? He says, Who do you, what, do you, what do you got? You're on your own. He says, yeah, I guess I am. I said, huh, well, be careful. And, uh, and what are you going to do? He says, are you going to create your own new thing, your new religion? And he says, I think so. Maybe I will. And I thought, well, I just know I warned you. You know, you're, you're going out of Scripture. You're going beyond Scripture. And that's a very dangerous place to be. Uh, you've been warned. And it breaks my heart. It really does, doesn't it, Jerry? I'm downcast a little bit. My heart's broken. We don't enjoy these kind of situations. We want all the good stuff, of course. Uh, but this is some of the hard work of evangelism and discipling and church planning. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff goes on. A lot of people with their own ideas, their own ways of following Jesus. Rather than submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and follow Him in His way, uh, people create their own ways. And that's very crazy, very dangerous. And uh, I guess the, the main point of all this is none of us would ever, if we're, if we're sound and well, we would never listen to, to people's preaching and teaching if they openly admit they're not part of Jesus' church. And this man is not part of a church, hasn't been a part of a church for years, has no uh, authority over him, is not happy to have pastors over him. Uh, that's, that's not good. And uh, instead, he's his own authority, he's his own thing. No one would ever listen to that kind of person, a person that speaks on God's behalf but is not part of God's church. And uh, that's the situation we ran into. Uh, we lovingly, uh, with our heart beating and racing, confronted in love to obey the scripture command that we have to reprove and rebuke and exhort. Uh, with patience and love and kindness and we did it we prayerfully all with all our heart but in the end this man wants to stay alone and continue on in his own way following Jesus in his own way which I'm afraid is not is not good at all and he may not really know the Jesus of the Bible uh, so very very sad pray for that pray for that situation that person we've uh, we've done all we can and it's out of our hands but pray for me to have peace and let it go and trust Jesus it's a good thing and ultimately it is a good thing we're thankful because perhaps uh, with this person being out other people won't be badly uh, affected that Jesus is about to save and bring into the church. Uh, that's a problem in church planning. When you're few, you start out, people come in and then they meet two or three guys who are really far off and really have no foundation for what they believe. And they begin having influence like uh, wolves among the sheep. And you got to, like a shepherd, literally can't push away a little bit some of the wolves so the sheep are spared. you got to whack them a little bit and, and, and protect the sheep. 
And this is one of those cases where the Lord has helped us. As troubling as it is, it breaks our heart. We trust the Lord is in control, and he's behind this, and he's pushing this person away to protect the church. Uh, uh, And he's helping us to do our job faithfully. uh, By his grace, we're doing it. And uh, so we're actually trying to give thanks in this situation because we should be thankful. Uh, We do fear, though, that our first guy, Fabio, who has gone away now, is a result of this guy's weird teaching and, and, you know, just weird stuff that he was saying. I think it scared this guy a little bit. So on the bright side, though, maybe that's good for now because his wife was spared from hearing nonsense and her time, their time might still come. So we're prayerful about that. That was a long rant, wasn't it? It's about seven minutes. Chi-Chi's having a good time, though. He's playing with his new chair. Jerry V is supervising. And now we're going to move on to some of the updates. The exhortation. This is from a few days ago. We sent out the email, and I think this exhortation will again be for even myself, as it was the first time. Also for you guys who are listening, I pray. I mean, the Lord encourage your hearts through this. This is a verse from John chapter 8, verse 12. We read this. And again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Uh, excuse me for the noise. That's just Chi-Chi doing what he does. Little Cornelius, baby, boom, boom, bang, bang. That's all good. Uh, but yeah, that's the verse. I am the light of the world. Jesus Christ affirming who he is. He's the light of the world. He is God. He is the Lord. And whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of the life. Uh, the light of life. That's a good reminder for me today. I, I pray it'll be a good reminder also for you. The truth is, as Christians, we are walking in the light. Jesus Christ is the light. His Spirit has illuminated our hearts, regenerated us, given us eyes to see. We were dark before. Couldn't see, couldn't comprehend the things of God. Kind of like the guy I was talking to earlier today. And then when the Spirit acts, our eyes are enlightened. We're able to see. We're walking in lightness now. We see God. We see the truth of Scripture. We see these realities that we couldn't comprehend before. Uh, so, But the reality of our walk every day is we feel like we're in darkness. Often, the world is a dark place. Las Vegas just happened. All kinds of people shot and killed when they're just listening to music. Horrible, evil, bad things. Dark world we live in. That's the truth. And as you're following Jesus, it's difficult. It's hard. Uh, it's very hard. It's a narrow, narrow road. And there's danger at every corner. Just like a baby running around on his own. He's in danger everywhere he goes. Uh, so are we as Christians. It's dangerous living in this world. Everything is against us, but greater is he who is within us than he who is of this world. Uh, the Lord is at work in our hearts and he's using all these things to make us more holy. He's sanctifying us, making us the Christians we ought to be, little by little, day by day, revealing sin to us so we can confess it, abandon it, and, and, and showing us who we really are in Jesus Christ. Uh, so we may feel like we're walking in darkness and in a certain way we are, but Jesus reminds us you're not. If you're with me and I'm with you, I'm in you, the world may be dark. Your situation may be dark and scary. It may be a, a heartbreaking thing you just had to go through, like us uh, pointing out the truth to someone in love and revealing the truth of God's Word and seeing someone with no ears to hear and actually happy to say they're starting their own cult and doing another thing. Uh, scary, very scary, dark things. But God is in control. We are not in darkness. It may be dark, but we're not in darkness. So. Uh, hang on to that today. Trust in that today. Your situation may be tough. You may be single and waiting and waiting for the right guy or right girl to come along. The Lord knows. He's with you. You may be going through a marriage trouble right now. Strife and, and uh, bad communication. Not able to reconnect. Not able to uh, get through something. Seeing no hope. You're not in darkness. The Lord is with you. He's working in all these things. You may be bankrupt. No way to pay bills. There's a way. Sooner or later, Jesus will be back and you won't have to pay anything. 
Your debt, your sin debt has been paid already. Give thanks, that's great. You're not in darkness. So, amen to that. Uh, God has illuminated our hearts. If we're in Him, we are not in darkness. Amen. Amen. Say amen, Chi Chi. Amen. Chi say amen. Say amen, Chi Chi. At night when we talk amen and we uh, we say our prayers, I finish praying and I say amen and he says, amen, amen. <laughs> so he actually has learned to do that. That's that's really good. Uh, to our update now. Uh, you've heard me rant a little bit about some of the troubles we're going through and I pray you guys will, trust you guys will pray for us with that and our hearts are being encouraged. Uh, the Lord, the, the word of the Lord encourages our hearts again uh, that we are not in darkness. Uh, that's great. And now just a couple points from this update. On here uh, in, the web, in the website update, there, there's a, a link to the new church website. So by God's grace, we were able to get that together. That's a tool we pray the Lord bless. And we ask you now, please pray for that. Chiesa Vera Vita, True Life Church is the name of the, uh, the church plant starting now. And with the website, uh, it's not important as much as in the U.S., but it is nonetheless an important thing nowadays in our times. You need a web presence of some sort. Otherwise, you're not a real thing. That's how the world is today. Uh, so we have a web presence. It actually looks really nice, the website. Check it out. Uh, there's a link on the, on, the, on the website, the Practical Missions website. And uh, that's a tool for people who may be searching or maybe evangelicals who are transferring from one place to another need to find a church, a way for them to find us. Even a place for visitors who come to the area, uh, English-speaking folks who want to find a church, there's none around, really, it's really hard to find. This might be a way for them to join us also. You know, just that's always a good thing, too. Um, but it's for the Italian people. Uh, so pray for that. Pray for God to bless that. The next thing you'll see in the update is a little booklet that we wrote and now we're printing and giving out. A lady called in yesterday. Two people called yesterday. One guy's wife is dying. Uh, and it's a real tragedy. And he, he called. I said, you did really good to call. And here's what we need to know about the, the truth. We need to know the gospel. We can't pass without knowing the gospel. Otherwise, there's no chance for us to be saved. We had a great conversation. Lots of questions I asked. He given answers. I'm helping him find the best answer, the correct one. Preaching the gospel, proclaiming it. Uh, and he heard the gospel for the first time. And now, uh, Tuesday, we have a meeting set up. We're going to go visit him at his house and his wife, uh, make sure she gets the gospel before she dies, and hopefully she'll get saved, both of them. We're praying for them. Uh, that'll come in a future update, Lord willing. Uh, and then another lady messaged the same day yesterday, and we, we contacted her again today, but we're not able to connect till tomorrow. She wants the booklet. Uh, so pray for that. That's great. That's an answer to prayer already. We want to get the booklet to her and let her read and see how uh, the, the truth, which is Jesus Christ, uh, leads to real freedom, which is found in the gospel, the gospel, that Jesus died for our sins uh, and we can be totally forgiven, saved, and know true life now in him. Uh, uh, wonderful thing. So pray for that booklet to, to be used by God and to bless and change people's lives. Uh, great, great little thing. A couple other uh, prayer requests and praises real quick as we close out. Uh, Chi-Chi's reading a book over here next to me. Good for him. He's an early reader. Uh, more or less, he's just pointing at pictures and he spots boats. If he finds a boat, he says, boat, boat. Right? And if he finds a, he knows what a cross is though, he says, cross. And then he points to the cross on the wall. Cross, he just said it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you did. What's that? Oh, the early church you're reading about. I don't know, that might be a bit advanced for you, Chi-Chi. Hmm? But you guys, aim, aim high, you know? Uh, okay, prayer request, praise. Praise God for uh, people are hearing the gospel and they're hearing it for the first time. This is phenomenal. This is not to be underestimated or overlooked. Uh, daily we're preaching the gospel left and right somehow God is opening doors all he's doing we can't do that that's for sure watch Chi Chi's trying to get up the steps um, 
praise God also for the new evangelistic booklet, which I just mentioned above. Uh, people are reading it. That's phenomenal. That's great. Uh, we're able to put that together. Uh, church plant website is now up. Praise God for that too. That's a phenomenal, great, great step, important pass. Uh, now, things, other things to pray for, just keep praying, if you could, for open doors daily for the gospel proclamation. Uh, uh, for God to bless our evangelism efforts. Pray for that. Uh, open doors and, and evangelism to, to be blessed by God. And pray for salvation for the people here in Mestre. God, have mercy on them. Save them. Open eyes. The spiritually dead, bring them to life. Do something. Have mercy on those people. Pray for salvation here. Uh, and pray for us, the last prayer request. Pray for us. How can you pray for us? That we trust uh, in the power of the gospel alone to save. Uh, everybody says, yeah, it's the gospel that saves. But at the same time, we forget and we don't behave like that. We're, we're like everybody else. We have a flesh and sometimes we actually think we're doing something and we're, we're good. We do nothing at all apart from the grace of God. Uh, but when we're evangelizing, when we're laboring, when we're serving, we always have to remind ourselves and we pray, pray this for us, that we depend on the gospel alone to save. Not our good speaking abilities, not our good linguistic abilities, not our good zeal or energy. All these things are important. But ultimately, we must trust in the gospel alone. It is the power unto salvation. We're not ashamed of it. Amen. So those are the things you can pray for. Thank you, thank you. I know I'm talking fast, but I did a little bit extra rant, so I don't want to go too long. Chi-Chi, do you want to do an interruption? you want to sing a song? He dances. He's a good dancer. Do you want to dance, Chi-Chi? No. There he goes. <laughs> uh, I wish everybody could see that. That's great. One time we'll do a video and get a recording of Chi-Chi dancing for you. Uh, anything else on the update here, Jerry? No, there's a picture of us. Praise God. That's great. So cool that we can do this stuff these days. I, I bet the... A uh, careful, Jerry. Oh. There goes a chair with a bunch of books on it. That's a big one, Chi-Chi. That book's bigger than you. Yeah, you're okay. Uh, I, I bet the apostles, though, wish they could have sent updates real quick like this with some photos and stuff back in the day. You know, we're blessed in our times. Uh, Last thing we'll say, as we always say, is there's opportunities to serve, uh, short-term cohorts. People are uh, getting information on that. We just put together an informational packet, how that works, what it looks like, what it costs. All that's available on the website now. Uh, already we have one team lining up, eight people uh, for next year. Praise God for that. Uh, pray for another team too. You're good, you're good. No damage. And uh, English is a second language. Uh, not going to happen before the end of this year, uh, but we are looking for avenues and trying to find a good place, a way we can do that. But above all, we're praying for the help. So that's an opportunity if you know you or someone you know wants to come for a couple months, live in Italy, and serve Jesus in that way. It's a great way to build relationships and, uh, and get the gospel into people's hearts and minds by showing it to them and proclaiming it. Really good stuff. Uh, all you got to do is know English pretty good and be able to speak clearly and have a desire in your heart to help other people speak better. Love Jesus and you can be accepted. Two to four year term uh, missionary here in Italy. That's also possible. Uh, so that's another opportunity to pray about or let someone you know who might be interested know about that also. That's it guys. Uh, prayer, yeah. Uh, let's see. Giving is always important too. Uh, mention that. PMC uh, needs more funds. Uh, just making it clear, saying it. Uh, if you have any inclination to give at all, we are welcoming that. We need that. Uh, this is a faith-based mission. There are no things we're selling to make money or anything like that to get to get the support. We intend entirely on donations and by God's providential care, amazing acts of God's grace, we have been receiving the money we need, but we need more. Uh, there's uh, different insurances now coming on that we need to, to get set up, uh, different uh, administration things, and uh, we're probably at like 70% uh, of what we need. So if you want to give and you feel inclined in any way to be a part of what God is doing in Italy, 
please join in. Don't hesitate. Send those financial gifts. Yeah? That's it for today. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you. Be encouraged. You're not in darkness. Yes? If you're in Christ, you have the light of life within you. And uh, you will see him soon. Amen. Amen. Say goodbye. Jerry, oh, Chi-Chi's going up the steps already. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Talk to you guys soon. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.